bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China unveils blueprints for propelling digital development through 2035, and Li Yining, pioneer of China's economic reform, dies at 92. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. The Communist Party of China Central Committee and the State Council unveiled guidelines for digital development in the world's second-largest economy on Monday, unfolding the blueprint and timeline for construction of a digital China through strengthening 5G and computing. Industry observers said the development design from the top is both comprehensive and timely, while giving a clear direction for the nation's digital transformation in the years to come—a grand mission that will be embedded into all walks of life in the country. Building a digital China is an important engine for promoting Chinese-style modernization in the digital age, and it is a strong support for building new advantages in global competition. It is of great significance and will have a far-reaching impact on the construction of a socialist modern country and comprehensively promoting the great rejuvenation of the Chinese nation. Read the guidelines. The guideline set a specific timeline for China's digital construction through 2035. By 2025, the digital infrastructure will be efficiently connected through a broad range of sectors, and China will become a global leader in digital innovations. By 2035, China will be at the global forefront in terms of digital development and its digital progress in the economic, political, cultural, social, and ecological fields will be more coordinated and sufficient. The plan includes support for the in-depth integration of digital technology and the real economy, and the application of digital technology in the agriculture, manufacturing. Finance, education, medical services, transportation, and energy sectors. The document also envisions a digital country with effective digital government services, a thriving cyberspace culture, widely accessible digital public services, and ecological governance empowered by digital technology. Major technology breakthroughs are highlighted in the document, which vows to strengthen the key capabilities of building a digital China. Moreover, the guidelines also call for building a credible and manageable digital security apparatus to maintain network security through improving the system of network security laws, regulations, and policies. China's GDP was 121.02 trillion yuan in 2022, an increase of 3% over 2021 at constant prices, with multiple figures reaching historical highs. The National Bureau of Statistics revealed on Tuesday, the annual GDP per capita reached 85,698 yuan, up 3% compared with the previous year. The NBS noted that China's consumer price and employment remained overall stable in 2022. As a total of 12.06 million new jobs were created in urban areas, and the consumer price index grew 2% last year. Li Ning, renowned Chinese economist known for advocating for private investment in state-owned enterprises and overseeing the creation of China's 1998 securities law, passed away at the age of 92 yesterday. His alma mater, Peking University, said. 
Lee, a senior professor at Peking University and founding president of the university's Guanghua School of Management, is credited with laying the theoretical foundation that led to major economic reforms, such as the establishment of the country's stock market. He proposed the economic theory of disequilibrium, which refers to the imbalance formed by an imperfect market and non-sensitive pricing system, and believed that ownership reform, where market entities can operate independently and are responsible for their own profits and losses, could drive economic development. His book, Chinese Economy in Disequilibrium, first published in 1990, has since been inducted into the list of the most important 10 books that influence reforms of China's economic system. Moving on to some regional highlights. Property transactions in 16 major Chinese cities surged 32% month-on-month in February, according to the China Index Academy, bringing the year-on-year decline down to 7.6%. The turnover rate of the market in first-year cities increased by 5% on a monthly basis, with Guangzhou and Shenzhen experiencing the most significant growth rates of 79% and 57% respectively, while Shanghai saw a 13% monthly drop. Meanwhile, second- and third-tier cities saw a substantial increase of over 40% month-on-month, with Jinan experiencing a surge of 108%. The total inventory of apartments in Beijing, Fuzhou, Wenzhou, Hangzhou, Shenzhen, Guangzhou and Nanjing declined slightly, with Shenzhen seeing a more substantial fall of 4.9% compared with January. Beijing is the only city in China with funds totaling more than 20 trillion yuan based on the balance of deposits held at financial institutions in the Chinese cities, media reported. The capital is followed by Shanghai with 19.23 trillion yuan and Shenzhen with 12.34 trillion yuan. Shanghai's government unveiled an action plan on Monday with various targets for Greater Neo Bay, a local science and technology innovation park. The action plan proposes that by 2035, Greater Neo Bay will develop a cluster of high-tech enterprises with market values of more than 1 trillion yuan each. It also aims for the park to deliver a number of original achievements in basic and applied basic research, as well as breakthrough in key core technologies. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future. Hong Kong will officially go mask-free tomorrow, Chief Executive John Lee said on Tuesday, announcing full-on normalcy three years after the mandates came into effect. The city will now focus on reviving the economy and boosting development momentum, he added. Authorities in Hunting unveiled its first supportive measures for Macau-funded enterprises in the cooperation zone on Tuesday. According to the package, eligible companies from Macau can enjoy subsidies for settlement, rent, renovation, R&D and exhibitions in Hunting. The zone will subsidize 70% of their rental and renovation cost, capping at 2.52 million yuan for three years of rent and 1 million yuan of refurbishment. Macau catering brands in the zone could get a one-off reward of up to 2 million yuan if they made it into gourmet lists such as the latest Michelin Guide. Also, Macau Enterprises with R&D expenditure in Hongqing exceeding 500,000 yuan annually could be granted a 10% subsidy with a cap of 5 million yuan. 
Next on is three and company news. Most foreign companies consider China an important investment destination, according to the survey by M Chan South China on Monday. More than 90% of the respondents selected China as one of their most important investment destinations, while 75% plan to reinvest in China this year. The survey shows that China can provide a high return on investment, or ROI, with 76% of the companies reporting a positive overall ROI in China, and 49% considering their overall ROI in China to be higher than their global benefit. Guangzhou has been recognized as China's top preferred investment destination six years in a row, followed by Shenzhen, Shanghai, and Beijing, said the report. Chinese lithium battery material supplier Ganfeng Lithium Group said it will build a new power battery plant in eastern China's Suzhou, which will have an annual output value of 7 billion yuan and have an annual capacity of 5 gigawatt of power batteries and 10 gigawatt of power battery systems, the company said late yesterday. BYD's older net models have been discounted between 15,000 and 20,000 yuan, while new ones are 6,000 to 8,000 yuan cheaper in some Beijing and Shanghai showrooms, media reported Monday, after its rival Tesla's price cut. Discounts were introduced by local dealers to clear inventory, according to a BYD sales staff yesterday, who pointed out that the car maker has no intention of lowering its net prices. Chinese internet giant Tencent has reportedly set up a development team to work on a ChatGPT-like chatbot. Tencent's product, to be called Huanyuan 8, will incorporate the company's AI training model named Huanyuan, media reported today. Switching gears financial news. As of the end of last month, 235,000 accounts belonging to permanent residents of Hong Kong and Macau had been opened with Chinese mainland banks since the People's Bank of China launched a trial allowing them to open accounts with select mainland lenders via local banks in 2019, according to the latest official data. The account owners completed 15.7 million transactions worth 11.3 billion yuan as of the end of January, with mobile transactions making up more than 70% of the total. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks rebounded sharply today in the last session of February as investors waited for economic data to confirm the recovery. The benchmark Shanghai Composite and the Shenzhen component each gained 0.7%, while Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index declined 0.8% and the tech index dipped 1.6%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.